Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Having the buzz. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz. Radio Network, Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Let's talk to Chuck. Chuck, thank you for holding. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm going to settle this once and for all. Okay. There's one simple reason Hudson Clark plays, and that's because he has beat out everybody else for that job. Well, that is true because coaches do play you know, the guys nobody they wants they can to win, win anymore than Sam Pittman. That's Am right. I correct? Yes, you are correct. And he has a really super well-paid coaching staff helping him. Yes. And I'm That's sure true. all the different coordinators and assistants and all that get together and they all talk about who's going to start. That's correct. And all those minds have come up with I don't know if it's a consensus or a five to six vote or whatever, but they have decided that he needs to be out there playing football for the University of Arkansas. Now, what? <laughs> excuse me. Uh, now, what everybody needs to do is just shut up and support the guy. All right. Now, you think I'm right or wrong? Well, you were right about the fact that the coaching staff believes he's the best player at that position or they'd play somebody else. That is correct. Those are, those are the guys. And they are making a lot of money to make those decisions. That's correct, too. Well, you know, that's who they decided they would they would trust their future in, is Hudson Clark. That's if exactly was, right. And this is the team that recruits people that are just great athletes <laughs> that not for special position and they always look at him first as a defensive back he beat all those guys out too at that position you know just just correct. support the hogs folks good day gentlemen okay thank you chuck. thank you chuck but but let's say this people that support the hogs do have opinions on the Hogs. Maybe that's what that uh, previous one was trying to say. You can be critical of your team if you choose to. And we're not questioning people's ability to be... They can give an opinion. Yeah, Yeah. they can give give an opinion. And they may not like that Hudson Clark's playing safety, but he just made the best point. At this point in history, on August the 9th, 2023, he is the best option available to the Arkansas coaching staff. And they're hoping that he will play very, very well, and they're hoping that they've coached him to play his position so well that even if he's not quite as fast as the fastest player out there, he'll still make the plays necessary because he'll so well read the plays that he'll know where to go. Well, that kind of fits in with this uh, comment that came in by way of our Asher Ricker Service Company Life and Feedback from Greg. Uh, says, do you think our coaches would start him if they didn't think he was the best available at his position? No. Their coaches' jobs are at stake. Correct. So. You know, we've got Mike who calls and says, this is a key year for Sam Pittman. If he doesn't have a good year, you know, he could be gone. And Trey Biddy tries to say that's probably not the case. But nonetheless, if it were the case... And if a coaching staff was coaching for its life, they would not play somebody they didn't think could do the job. They wouldn't. 
In fact, they'd move somebody to that position if they could, if they had well, and that, the ability to do that. Well, and that's what Trey is saying. He he okay. believes that maybe even today, and now there is a closed scrimmage on Saturday. I mean, it's closed to the media, it's closed to everybody. But I got to believe, uh, well, in fact, let me just look at this a little bit closer. All right. Uh the media will be able to view tomorrow's practice back at 9.05. Same thing on Friday, 9.05. All right. But then on Saturday, it's closed. Now, who is to say, based upon, I'm sure, defensive, offensive, whatever meetings, special teams meetings that were today, personnel, where can they do the Zach Painter movement that best benefits not only the player but especially benefits the team so he's saying al uh walcott he thinks he'll be now one of the starting safeties maybe this is when now al gets his opportunity with the first team uh does he replace Jaden johnson does he replace hudson clark maybe somebody else is moved uh into that safety spot so uh that could end up replacing both johnson and clark so uh, give it just give it a chance at this point to let it run its course and just see what is the ultimate outcome. And then, if there's still issues, then it's, again, it's fair to point those out. Yeah, well, and that is people's opinions. But think about this, Randy. If let's say somebody makes a move on Saturday. It won't be because they were moved to that position Saturday morning. No. When the uh-uh. media's looking at practice Thursday and Friday, if somebody moves to a different position or say where Hudson Clark's playing, they're going to know that they've moved there. And they can address it, and Sam Pippen can say, hey, we just want to get a look at him there. And you may not know the first game if somebody else plays at that position uh, in, in a starting role. But I don't think they're going to say, okay, media's not here Saturday. Well, let's move Dwight McLaughlin to safety. <laughs> Nobody's going to know about it. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. Well, I mean, it's, it's eventually going to come out. But the point of it is, uh, the best way you can find out what personnel moves are actually going to work is to put them in, right. into a scrimmage concept. That's correct. Exactly. You're right. So it may, it may not We Again, the media may not be able to see it on Saturday. They may be, even get a glimpse of it tomorrow or Friday. But they've got a 30-minute window, and there's no guarantee that they're going to see 11 on 11, first team against first team, and see what adjustments. Because Trey's already said you can't go by the fastball start that they use because they're always mixing different combinations. He used Traylon Burks as an example. Burks never did participate in the fastball. Did he miss a start? No. So, it's. I mean, it's it's... There's a lot of moving parts to this that I don't think we're going to see until maybe you get all the way up to, uh, well, I don't know. I think if, if if there's changes, they'll get a gl- I would think in the small windows that they have, that is the media, they might get a chance to see it before uh, the first game, maybe. I don't know. Let's talk to uh, Lee. Lee, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, uh, what's that guy's name again, Zach? Uh, Painter. Zach Painter. No, no, no. It was the uh, the guy that's returning, returning safety. Oh, Hudson Clark. Okay, that's Hudson Clark. Okay. All right, this will be his, what, fourth year? Third year? No, it's either his uh, fourth year. I think or it's his year. fourth year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we watched him have a uh, game where he got three interceptions, right? Ole Miss, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've seen several of those guys have a lot of downs, not brimming up. But, man, if you're a true Razorback fan, why would you – we know this guy. We've been following him for years now. I mean, why be negative, man? That's, I think the guy's going to be good. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you be pulling for him? He's – one of the guys that's not run off, you know, and wanted to transfer or anything like that. So, um, so definitely, I'm I'm pulling for him, and I think he'll do good. And and I people who are talking down 
on the guy, and I've heard too many people say that because he's white, he shouldn't be, you know, that's not huh. a safety position. I've heard yeah. that several yeah. times. I heard it on SEC Nation. But, um, but anyway, I'm pulling for the guy, and I just think that's very negative to start the season. Thank you. He is a fifth-year senior, fifth-year senior, and he, USA Today did name him first-team All-SEC last year. Now, they don't name you first-team All-SEC if you're awful. And so I, I don't know what their criteria was, or I don't know why they did do that, but they did. And so uh, he started every game. Or he started 10 games last year. He didn't start every game, but started most of them. And uh, started four games as a redshirt sophomore, uh, seven starts as a redshirt freshman. And that's the year that he made all those interceptions against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Okay, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live Feed and Feedback. Hayden says, I think my biggest problem with Hudson Clark stems from our long use of walk-ons. It's frustrating as a fan to have to rely on the Hudson Clarks and the Grant Morgans, in parentheses, they're great players, don't get me wrong, of when we should be capable of using scholarship players and finding talent and developing that way. You don't see contenders using walk-ons. Gee, I think Georgia had a walk-on quarterback that won two national championships. Stetson Bennett. Yeah, I think he walked onto their program, didn't he? When he first and I think I think Brandon yep. Burlsworth made All-America as a walk-on. Uh, one of the greatest kickers in Arkansas history was Kendall Trainer. He walked on. So... I wouldn't, uh, you know, here's a guy, okay, <clears throat> he played on three state championships at Highland Park in Dallas. So it's not like he didn't know how to win. Uh, why did he come? I guess he came, was, didn't he, wasn't he made of Chad Morris's uh, son in high school for I think a while. his parents, didn't his, his parents? parents both UA grads, yeah. that's correct. That's right. And so, for those of you who are criticizing if you would like to get a ticket to a Dallas Cowboy game, forget it. Because his dad works for the Dallas Cowboys and probably is monitoring this program. Anybody that calls, no, I doubt that. Anybody that calls and calls, do not get uh, no. tickets to Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I don't, kidding. I don't. I'm kidding on that one. But his dad does work for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> as Senior Director of Suites and Events. How about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll use an alias. I won't, I won't use... Any of the ones that's uh, actually given their names that may have criticized, I won't use their names. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I'd protect the innocent. All right, let's talk to uh, Doug. Doug, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Well, I just had a quick comment. The older gentleman that spoke on Hudson Clark and the Razorback coaching staff couldn't have been more spot on. And... If any real thing, God bless Wager Back Band. Uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, good luck to Hudson, and uh, you guys have the patience of uh, someone that uh, I I wish I had y'all's patience. <laughs> but have a good evening, and thank you so much. Just do what you did right there and laugh. Well, <clears throat> I, I learned a little, probably enough I should know better. When I left the sports information office, my last football season was 1999. And so for the next three years, I bought tickets and sat in the red zone in the north end zone because we've been telling everybody how great those tickets were. Mm-hmm. I knew Mark Scobie, the ticket guy, and he got me. Uh, I, I purchased them, of course, tickets in the top row. So it was as high as you could sit in the, south end, in the north end zone. South end zone, excuse me. And I started saying, did it move? No, South End Zone. Okay, okay. And you know what the amazing experience I had was, number one, once you leave the athletic department, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> you sit in the end zone and listen to other fans talk. And it was amazing how play-by-play play, somebody was awful, but then they were great. And then they were awful again. And then they were great again. And then they were awful again. And I, I should have learned 
Maybe that prepared me for drive time sports. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, number one, nobody wanted to hear what I had to say about it, and so I didn't even offer. And if I'd have given them the rational explanation, they probably wouldn't have liked that either. So uh, I, I fully know that fans have opinions, and they pay dollars for tickets, and that's part of the deal. And it always has been. And no matter who you're a fan of, unless you're perfect every game, and nobody is that, you're going to have opinions. I'm guessing, as stunning as it may be, that somebody goes to an Alabama game and says, I can't believe we did that. It's for something that Nick Saban decides, who's won six national championships. Get rid of him. But I'll bet there are people in the stands that think they know as much about coaching as he does. It's just That's just part of the deal, and it's okay. That's you know, We all have our opinions, and it's okay. Well, it's as long as you don't, as long as you're not, you don't degrade somebody. That's yeah. No, 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 no. Don't need to no, do that. No, no, don't. We all, we all have opinions, and sometimes we don't agree with those. So, right. Uh, let's say this from Hog Call. Never criticize these kids. If he was that bad, he wouldn't be on the field. Coaches see him every day. They know the young man more than any of these callers calling in to run him down. Plays hard, doing the best he can. Playing against the best college receivers on the planet. I look for him to be faster and stronger. No one wants to be successful more than him. I think he'll be better this year. And here's the other thing you need to know. If a walk-on is not good enough to play, he doesn't play. So when we use that term sometimes in almost a derogatory manner, in that, well, he just wasn't good enough for a scholarship. Well, maybe not, but he came to school because he wanted to earn one, and he did. And so we need to look at that, too. But if a guy comes on and he doesn't have the ability to play at that level, they're not going to put him out there just because they like him. He, you got to be able to make plays to play, whether you're a walk-on or a scholarship. And how many scholarship players have come to Arkansas and anywhere else, every other school, and never played it down? Because in recruiting evaluation, they thought the guy was really good. He got there, and it turned out he wasn't as good as they thought he was, or he didn't make the effort, or something else. And so there are a whole lot of scholarship players that show up that never play. And in fact, Trey Biddy could probably give you a long list of them at the University of Arkansas, of guys that got scholarships and never played it down. There's a bunch of them. Well, there is a thing called preferred walk-on. There are such things as uh, invited walk-ons, but every coach will tell you uh, the strength, ultimate strength, is how good is your walk-on program? Because it's needed for depth, if nothing else. It's needed for practice purposes, if nothing else. And you will have some that will exceed any kind of expectations, and they'll be able to actually play and contribute. But not all walk-ons are capable of that. So that's why you have 85 that's on a scholarship and another 35. Is that the number now, 120? Yeah. used to be 25, but I think yeah. they've expanded to 35 to where it's up to 120. That's right. And so that means 35 walk-ons. And I was I was looking today, Rick, at, at – and you probably have looked at it also um, – the uh, forget the title incoming players and uh, that included both uh, scholarship transfer portal players and then the true scholarship freshman scholarship players but it went ahead those I didn't realize they had back in the spring an open tryout and uh, these kids were listed and sometimes it was nothing more he attended XYZ High School, and um, he uh, earned a roster spot, or he he's part of the team as we, he went through uh, the invitational tryouts last spring, and he got to play in the spring game. I saw that quite a bit. So those kids, you know, maybe only got a play or two, a snap or two, but will they ever turn out being a Brandon Burlesworth? Probably not. Odds of that against it, even though 
as we well know, the story of Grant Morgan. I mean, that's yeah, it's almost as great a story yeah. right. as Brandon was uh, in regards to walking on. That's right. Yep. Another good story. Yeah. Nancy says, Rick, the one guy said, why don't you try to cover them? And being able to play the game has nothing to do with your ability to watch and have an opinion. Yeah. We agree, oh, I agree with you, Nancy. That. No doubt about that. It, especially if you've studied the games, you've watched enough, if you talk to people. But it's good. I will say this. It's helpful if you know a coach. And you can at least get their perspective. and Or, or a player. And you can at least get their perspective. And then when you form an opinion, I, I think it's uh, it's got a little more credibility to it. Not that you ever coached or you ever played. But if you can get their perspective a little bit... I think that's uh, that's pretty intriguing too, um, you know. That's why I love reading books about athletes or coaches when you get their perspective on things. Um, I think you can learn a lot from that, and um, and then if you want to be critical, that's fine. But I think it'll make you a little less critical when you realize what they go through to get to the point where they are. For instance, I, I can you imagine? Maybe people out in our audience can. You're standing on the sidelines, and every 25 seconds, you've got to call a play. Now, obviously, you've you've worked toward that moment in life. You've been an assistant coach. You've been a player. You've done all these kind of things. But every 25 seconds, or actually faster than that, you've got to get a play called, and you're going to hope that it's right. Or can you imagine... And, and just think about this if you're a quarterback. You're out there, and you're looking at 11 guys on the other side of the field. I asked Tyler Wilson this when we had him on the air the other day. I'm not sure I ever asked a quarterback this. What do you see? And if you don't see everything perfectly, you may throw it in an area you think's open, and a guy picks it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it is a tough, tough thing to do. Called the speed of the game. Yeah. All right, we'll step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Join 1037 The Buzz for the Oak Lawn Sports Tailgate Party, Saturday, September 2nd. Don't miss the only Little Rock game tailgate party of the year with DJ Kramer mixing it up, free Petty Jean hot dogs, and your favorite Buzz personalities behind Double V's on Markham and Van Buren. The Oak Lawn Sports Tailgate Party is brought to you by Double V's, Mosquito Joe, Bud Light, and First Trust Home Loans. Special thanks to Fence World, Arkansas Portable Toilets, City Market, and Arkansas Tent and Special Event Rental. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for your free tickets. Greenway is partnering with local food banks for our fifth annual Food Bank Backpack Program fundraiser. These programs send healthy food home with kids facing food insecurity so they can go to school ready to learn. A $10 donation provides a child with up to 40 meals. And that's not all. Two lucky participants will win one of Jason Aldean's personal John Deere Gators. To donate, text Go Backpack to 44321 or visit any of our 32 Greenway locations. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Come on out to the inaugural Isaiah Joe Shooting Camp Saturday, August 12th at the iconic and beautiful Summerwood Sports Facility in Alexander. Isaiah Joe is the SEC freshman record holder for three-point shots made and an all-time great three-point shooter for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Currently one of the top three-point shooters in the NBA. Online registration is open now at IsaiahJoe.com. Powered by 103.7 The Buzz. Sponsored by Basin Bell, Inc., MWL Advisory Group, and Mike Conley and Family. All proceeds will be donated to Park. Arkansas, what's good, y'all? Your boy Clint Sterner here. And look, man, there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone. But I, I you got to do your homework, man. You got to go to a provider that you can trust. And I recommend Low T Center. I've been with them for over six years. It's where I got my levels checked originally, and I'm still with them today. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatment. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center, they'll get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly 
to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, most importantly, life-changing. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal under. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back. The Drive Time Sports of the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Hennard Foothills Equipment. I could almost say enough said. Whatever the project, whatever the challenge, they've got the right tool for you. They've got the right mower. They have the right tractor. They have the right weed eater. I could go on and on. They have the right piece of equipment that's going to fit your needs. I keep saying they'll fit you like a glove. They fit me like a glove because my needs changed. Rather than having acres to mow and acres to weed eat and then all the other things that went along with it now, I don't have quite as much real estate I've got to take care of. That's why Mickey fit me like a glove with the battery-powered Greenworks mower. i got to push it, yeah, not ride it, but it is the perfect size for my application. Talking about a blower, a weed blower, perfect. I can use it, even with all of my shoulder issues. It's lighter than a feather, it feels like. Carrie can even use it. It's light as a feather. And then on the weed eater, if the blade busts, it is so easy. Breaks. It is so easy replacing it. And they've got all the right parts to make it work to perfection. That's why you need to check out whether it's the Spartan Zero Turn Mowers, the full line of Kubota products, uh, where, where the Bobcat zero turn mowers whatever the application they've got the right piece of equipment that is hindered foothills equipment they service what they sell and an unmatched reputation for service after the sale 501-268-1987 501-268-1987 that's 1920 south main street in searcy hindered foothills equipment your hometown dealer, no matter where you live. I think uh, from our Azure Record Service Company live feed feedback, I think L. Ford kind of sums it up best. He says, haven't we spent an hour 
<laughs> defeating and beating up on Hudson Clark. Yeah. Jake stirred up some stuff, and now he's driving a thousand miles away. <laughs> he's in Go Hawks! Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have spent a lot. You know, Hudson Clark maybe has never been this disgusted in his <laughs> life. So maybe he's getting some good publicity out of this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's going to get many honors from some of the fans, but at least uh, uh, he's getting the pub. You're right about that. Let's talk with uh, the one and the only Navy Mike. Mike, what's up tonight? Hello, Randy. What's up, and, Mike? Uh, and, and Rick. Hi, Mike. Um, you know, the, the, yeah, the whole hornet's uh, nest of can of worms of, of Hudson Clark. That, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not ever, ever, and you've never, ever even heard me in the years that the, the years that I've been calling the show ever criticize a player because you know they're not the ones making millions of dollars to to put the best product on the field. It's you know any anything any deficiency that a player has that that is a completely on a on a, a coaching staff and a head coach. You know so uh, because if, if if you're if we're putting a guy out there. And he's getting beaten, um, you know, against these high-power SEC offenses. Um, that's on you. You're not putting him in the best, you know, um, position to succeed. Maybe, maybe, maybe the best way he can succeed is maybe just playing on special teams. You know, covering kickoffs and punts. You know, so um, and and you know, Rick, you 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 were talking about how, you know the the guys that walk-ons that that made. Made teams and and became good, good or even great players. The, the, that's the exception to the rule. Though. The exceptions don't make the rule. The most walk-ons probably you, you've never, you know, on any not not just Arkansas anywhere. Uh, probably you've never heard of them because they just they don't make it. Um, there's a reason why you know when they walk on, they've always had this uh, conversation with the coach, the head coach, and he's deemed it worthy to not give you a scholarship yet. Let's see what you can do. And most of them probably don't do, but you know there there are standouts that you like you said Burlesworth, um, you know Bennett, yeah Georgia, you know those guys do happen, but not as often as you make it seem. They are you know? they are the exception to the rule. You're right, but it, but on the same token, the reason I made that point, there are some that that do very well. But how many scholarship? No, no, no players, right. No, how they, many they, scholarship players don't make it? You know that we never think about that, and uh, and that's on the right, coaches yeah. too because they're signing these guys. But how about the fact that uh, Trey Biddy's brought up that what is it three classes ago? There's only two guys left. Well, that means yeah. there's a whole lot of them that either didn't make it or didn't want to stay here, and there are more scholarship players to me that don't make it than there are walk-ons that do. Right, and you know the last thing is just the whole like Hudson Clark. I mean if. Like I said, if if he's deficient and they're and they're putting him out there on first team defense, that's not on him. That is on the coaching staff, and that 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 is their fault, not his. You know, so uh, that, that's that's I just I'll just give you guys comments on that. What point? Uh, point, Mike. Point well made, and that is absolutely true. He doesn't trot out there unless the coaches call his number to go out there. So they are the ones. On the other hand, who ultimately we be will be held accountable because of if it's a walk on or even if it's a scholarship player that does not do their job, so to speak, does not achieve success. Who does it ultimately fall on? You know, Rick, we'll never know the answer to this, and we get these kind of questions all the time. What do you think would have happened? Do you think he would have been given one more year. And I'm talking about Barry Odom. I don't think he ever really put out a top-notch defense. And you can say, well, he didn't have the talent to work. Well, you know, you, you can do better than last, I would think, in the entire nation in past defense, even think, without having outstanding personnel. I think Barry Odom was great for Sam Pittman his first two years. As a counselor. Yes. As counselor. a mentor. Did a good job, and you know in Arkansas certainly in the nine win season was the defense great? Maybe it wasn't great, but it was, it was good enough. 
And so I think that's that's where. But last year's defense was awful, and uh, and it was time for a change. And that doesn't mean Sam Pittman and Barry Odom can't still be good friends, but it was definitely time for a change. Yeah, it would have been interesting if Barry Odom, in essence, would have been given one last final year. Either you bring it up to standards, or i got to make a move. I don't think that was the issue with him leaving to go to no. UNLV as no, the no, he got head a coaching coach. Job. He got an opportunity. No, that's exactly right. And I'm sure when he came to Arkansas and joined Sam Pittman, he had other opportunities. But he and Pittman were buddies, so he came to Arkansas. And I think he probably, under, with the understanding that if a head coaching job came available and he was interested, that he would go. And that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, this from, <coughs> pardon me, this from our Southern Structure Solutions buzz text line. Uh, this from... Was Steve Largent, was he a walk-on for Tulsa? I know Chris Doring, that was pointed out. He was a walk-on at Florida, ended up being an All-American. It's hard to believe that Steve Largent was a walk-on because he was really, 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 really good. Yeah. Uh, this from uh, the 501 says, Navy Mike... You know count tonight is just 14. Okay. We'll see. He's improved. He's improved. He stepped right. up his game tonight. That's right. Uh, this is from the 501. I guess this is just part of the night of being slow to the uh, to the game. Uh, let's get all these guys critical, the players, out on the field and show us how easy it is. I uh, bet they changed their minds real quick. i got to say this. I wouldn't even be in the picture frame if you had a camera on. And I'm out there trying to defend Isaiah Satania. Yeah. You you wouldn't even get to see the number on my back chasing him. I'd be so far out of the screen. So yeah, I don't it's think interesting. I say, Oh, those, you gotta play tighter on these receivers, really? Yeah, and then they're ten yards behind you instead of three. I don't think that helps. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we're not we're not capable. We're, I'm not capable not. of getting That's out there. That's why we love sports. We're watching people do what we can't do, mm-hmm. and and it's okay. People, I've had people actually come up to me because I've done this for so long. Oh, you know a lot. You could coach. No, I oh, couldn't no. coach. Are you nuts? Now, on Saturday, could we call plays? We think we could, but how about working with everybody all week to make sure those plays worked? How about... Okay, left tackle, this is what you're supposed to do, and this is the step you take, and this is, and you read this person, and you read that person, and we don't know anything about that. I thought maybe you were talking about a, a video game. Where, yeah, maybe a video game. Yeah, right. where I can call the plays there. It's just like, it, it's funny, uh, because we're, we don't have access to those things. <laughs> I, it, it reminds me of, uh, of A&M's coach, uh, who's Marcus Elliott's favorite human being in the world. Not really. He's not. But anyway, at the SEC meetings, he was asked about <clears throat> about um, Bobby Petrino and whether they would agree on things or disagree. And he made the comment, he's talking to the media, and he makes the comment, um, how many... How many of you have been in, in meetings where there weren't disagreements, in coaches' meetings where there weren't disagreements? And my first thought was, how many of those guys have ever been in a coaches' meeting? None of them. Hmm. No, we're not, no, media people aren't allowed access to coaches' meetings. So it was really funny when he said that. He's thinking, well, like everybody should know that there's disagreement in coaches' meetings. How do we know that? We've, we've never been in them. I worked at the athletic department 24 years. I probably got to go to two or three meetings to talk about uh, media things with players, but I didn't sit in there and listen to them discuss personnel. So how would any of us know what's going on in a coach's meeting? I'll share this when we uh, when we come back about in, in the meeting room. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. 
It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Paul Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 8-888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo, August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks competitions, see chainsaw sculptures by artistry and wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkloggers.com for schedule, info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids under 16 are free. See you in Hot Springs at the Southwest Forest Products Expo. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious astral spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports as we put the finishing touch, touches, I guess, on this Wednesday edition of Drive Time Sports. Rick, I'm looking out the window. Yeah. I've seen one, two, three geese all in a line. No kidding. Yeah. They're quite prominent down in the Riverdale section of Little Rock. In fact, they've had to uh, employ, uh, I think they had a collie that uh, was employed, (laughs) I guess they give them bones in pay, Uh, but they used this um, collie down at uh, Repsman Golf Course because they were flying in there and doing their business on the golf course, and it was kind of messy. So uh, I guess they've now moved their camp down to... uh, our section of Riverdale. So, anyway, what that's worth. Just saw I'm going to caught my vision as I'm looking out the window. Yeah, well, they're beautiful. Uh, let's see. This from our Asher Record Service Company Live Fan Feedback. Randy is only comedy. Okay. For the feel good crowd, if you're having heart surgery, are you taking advance of a heart nutrition person or a heart surgery? 
when it comes to matters that when it comes to matters to that solution a good person isn't always suited for the position arkansas's had the worst pass defense the last couple of years for a reason I'm not sure I totally understand the correlation. I guess guess what they're saying is um, if you're going to have heart surgery, you want somebody that's competent or they're just a nice person, meaning that if you're coaches, you want them not just being nice people, you want them competent. And I guess the insinuation is they weren't because their pass defense was so bad last year. That's that's a lot of leading into that. If you're having heart surgery, you... Taking advance of a heart nutrition person or a heart surgeon. Maybe that's what it is, heart surgeon. Yeah, you want the surgeon. When it matters to that solution, a good person isn't always best suited a good for that position. Arkansas's had the past, worst pass defense the last couple of years. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe that person wants somebody to do surgery on the secondary. <laughs> L. Ford says... If Navy Mike is being optimistic about anything, then we can accept the last hour. Mark the tape. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frank says, safety and Hudson Clark. I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. Uh, Rocktown Rob says, Hudson is all hog. I absolutely love the guy and hope he has a great year. Okay, I think we're there. Let's see, over here now from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz Text Line. Okay, we read that one. Um, Read that one. Um, Having an opinion has nothing to do with having knowledge or intelligence. That's true. There's truth to that. That's right. Having an intelligent opinion is probably the best thing. Or a um, a well-researched opinion, you should say. And you can repeat these numbers for the Fort Worth Hog from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. How many interceptions has he had? Remember the game that he had two? Actually, he had three. Yeah. And that was against Ole Miss. Fort Worth Hog. Yeah. I don't know what his career totals are. I should have looked. I think he had five, either four or five that year, but three of them were in one game. Uh, This also from our Southern Structural Solutions, uh, if it will load up. Uh, It says, I know most of these kids were seven years old when he played, but do you think the team will dedicate the season to Ryan Mallett? It definitely deserves to be that from Jeff will they dedicate the season to him no will they do something will they put a patch on a jersey or helmet I I don't know that's a good point because a lot of these guys they would have known who he was because all you got to do is look in the record book and you'd know who he was plus he played the NFL for a while while these kids are growing up even though he was a backup for the most part so I I don't know what the athletic department's going to do or the football program's going to do Will the team dedicate the season to him? I I would seriously doubt that. No, I don't either. But I do. I can see a patch. I can see RM in a in a circular black circle or something. Yeah, a black circle with RM and white. And it's yeah. uh, good, but I, but I don't know. You know, attached to their helmet, back of the helmet. But here's the thing, Randy. Every off-season, some former Razorback probably passes away. That's very true. And so are you going to do that for everybody? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what can be done. Yeah, Bryson Manor passed away. That's exactly right. Not that long ago. Bryson Manor was a heck of a good Razorback as well. Yeah. Made, uh... And a much much longer-lasting NFL player. Yeah. Played for many years for Denver. Yeah. So that that's that's a great question. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. You don't you don't want to ignore it, but I'm not sure how much uh you know, what, would be what you can do. Probably nice would be do a nice video tribute. Yeah. And you know during uh in a pregame or something, you know, have a nice video tribute to Mallet. And Bryson Manor. 
Yeah. And then any others. You know, you don't want to put one over the other. Right. Um, this is, when I read this today, I'm thinking, you have got to be kidding. Okay. Right now, currently, there are 14, 14 schools that play Southeastern Conference football. Yep. How many of those 14, Rick, do you think will have new offensive coordinators in 2023? New offensive coordinators. Uh, Alabama does. We know that. Uh, let's see. I think Georgia does, don't they? I think. But if you just want a round number, I'll say 10 out of 14. You are absolutely correct. Ten. Wow. Ten. That's amazing. Tommy Rees, Alabama. Dan Enos, Arkansas. Phil Montgomery, Auburn. Mike Bobo, Georgia. Liam Cohen, Kentucky. Kevin Barbe, Mississippi State. Kirby Moore, Missouri. Dow Loggins, South Carolina. Joy Hazel, Tennessee. And Bobby Petrino, Texas A&M. Ten. That's amazing. Well, and the only reason I guessed that high was, number one, because the way you asked the question made it seem like it'd be a high number. Yeah, okay. And number two, think about this. Last year, Arkansas had the same offensive and defensive coordinators for the third year in a row. And they were one of, what, three or four schools in the country that had that. So the turnover turnover rate is high, usually, uh, on coordinators. So uh, I would not have thought to that extreme, though. Yeah. Well, it seems like Alabama loses them a lot. Well, yeah, they do. They go get to be head coaches. And I thought Georgia, I thought Georgia had a turnover there. So, uh, Well, Bobo coordinator. has been, yeah, he's been OC before. before. Yeah. yeah, right. But not last year. But not last year. Right. And Dow Loggins well, has been OC, but that was at right. the NFL level. That's right. First time at the collegiate level. Yep. And certainly we know what role Bobby has played, Petrino has played. Yes. In times past. Coach. Yeah. yeah. So, of all the moves, that still surprises me the most. Really? Yeah. Petrino really does. A&M? Yep. Well, it shocked me when he was willing to go out to UNLV. Yeah. It just shows that he wants to be a, uh, at a higher level again. Correct. Yeah. And I don't know that even if he does wonders with the offense at A&M, that's still going to be enough to get him back in a power five, an elite power five position. I don't know. Wish him luck. People put they sure value winning. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just look at the conference realignment. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Or is that valuing money over even winning? All right, that's it for tonight. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and neuter your pet. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. Great edition of Morning Mayhem today on Wednesday. Thanks to Hunter's Refuge for having the guys out there. Roger and Baz are back in studio on Thursday and Friday. You can catch them 6 to 10 a.m. right here on 103.7 The Buzz.